When you're operating in survival mode to take care of yourself and your kids, it is very hard to realize yeah. Yeah. if you don't work on unpacking those traumas. You're at a point now, Sarah, right? Sharice, whatever, others, that you don't have to live in survival mode anymore. But it's way easier said than done. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Right. So, you know, when when you started asking about like my journey and and what I've been up to and going through the divorce, etc., I do want to share a story that because I tell this story and when I tell this story, people just don't even believe it. And sometimes I look back and I think I was like I was having like an out of body experience to manifest what yeah. happened and this will tie back into being in survival mode which I don't really need to be in anymore but I'm having having trouble letting that go. Yeah. So you know, born and raised in New York, worked there, that's how we met and then 4 years ago uh, I decided now I've at the time I was divorced 9 years, mm-hmm. great co-parenting relationship, not great my ex-husband and wife, but great co-parenting which is the one great thing that came uh, out of the divorce because I know a lot of people don't have that. Right. We had our schedule. We agreed never to fight in front of the kids. We agreed never to talk badly about each other. And now it's like 12 years later, we've never done that. Not, Not once in 12 years. We have the same belief system on education for them, the same belief system on raising them. So if I'm grateful and thankful for for one thing out of that, yes. it's I do believe my boys are healthy emotionally maybe not with everything but at least with the relationship that their dad and I have yeah and how we've parented them and i am grateful for that so 4 years ago we're divorced 9 years we're in our set schedule we have been for for 9 years the entire time and i went to him and said now 3 years after 8 years we're married we get divorced 3 years after we're divorced he gets remarried. 3 years after he's remarried he gets divorced. Mm. Okay? So now at this point 4 years ago he and I are divorced. He was married again, divorced again. Now we're both single, right? Living in New Jersey. And I was just tired. Yeah. I was like I can't do this anymore. What am I doing? I'm done with surviving at yeah. least in my living situation. And I know as a single mom in my current situation I can't afford a house in New Jersey with $28,000 in taxes and I'm not going to rent forever and like what am I doing with my life, right? Yeah. I'm 44 at the time. So I went to him and said, "Listen, would you move?" Because and he has all of his family in New York and New Jersey. Yeah. And he goes, "Why?" And I said, "Listen, you're single, I'm single." We're not if we stay single we're not going to get ahead. What are you going to rent forever? I'm going to rent forever like in New Jersey and New York the winters are freezing. Our kids our sons are getting older. One of them loves baseball. Wouldn't it be great to move somewhere else warmer and not have to be like in this rat race? Yeah. And he was like, "Okay, I would move, but just not to Florida because I need the seasons." And I said, "Okay, well I really want to move to North Carolina. I've done some research." I'm going to start interviewing. And I said to him, "You should know me by now because if you're agreeing to this yeah. and I set my goals on this and I do my vision boards which are right here, see it. 
and I manifest something, this is happening. So like, I'm gonna put this in motion. Like, are you getting on this train with me? Because I am not leaving the boys. I'm not gonna take the boys away from you. Right. So if you don't wanna move, I have to stay. Because again, I'm not leaving the boys and I'm not taking them away from right. you. They need their dad. We ha- If we do this, we have to do this together. And he was oh. like, okay. Wow. So boom, vision board, looked at houses in North Carolina, made a vision board of the, this whole thing. Yeah. And fast forward a few months, I um, had come down to interview because there was two companies here at the time four years ago that I was looking at. And I said to them, listen, I have a full-time job like in New Jersey. Can I come down and interview just over one or two days? And can you just put me through the whole process? Because flying back and forth is really hard. I'm a single mom. I have two yeah. kids. And they were like, sure. So I come down, I'm interviewing simultaneously with these two companies and I get in my rent-a-car because I already researched houses. And I said, I know I don't even have a job yet, but I don't care. I'm going to go look at these houses in this neighborhood and the school system I want and all these things. So I'm driving through this neighborhood that I currently live in now. And I I looked on Zillow or realtor.com and I picked like 10 houses in the area that were for rent. And I said, I'm just going to go look at these neighborhoods so that if I end up, if I'm back in New Jersey and I end up getting an offer, I already have like some houses and neighborhoods picked. Yeah. And I just said, I I was determined and I was like, I am going to do this. Like we are moving. So, and of course we brought the kids along on a journey. Hey guys, listen, we might be moving, et cetera, et cetera. So it wasn't like a surprise to them. And this was probably in like the month, April at the time, four years ago. So I'm I'm done with my interviews. I get in my rental car. I'm driving through the neighborhood. I have my iPad with the homes and I'm doing a turn and I drive up on this person's lawn. He happens to be outside, like walking his dogs or whatever. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just drove up on your lawn, like (laughs) missed that depth perception or something. And he was like, and we started talking. And he was like, and now meanwhile, I'd been looking at other houses and everyone here is like, oh, come in my house, come look at my house. And I was like, Gosh. I'm not trusting you. You can yeah, be a serial killer. Like I'm from New like, York. Like, New York. We, we, yeah. we don't invite people into our house. I was like, this is like not a thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so listen, I was trusting. These were like families with kids and whatever. And right. I'm like, sure, I'll come look at the layout of your house if it's the same one from across the street. So by the time I drove up on this guy's lawn, he was like, Oh, well, if you're looking at the house across the street, it's the same layout as mine. Do you want to come inside and look? Now, meanwhile, I'd been in like four other people's homes already in North Carolina. And I was like, I guess these people are safe. Okay, cool. Everyone's so friendly here. And so uh, I came in and, and I looked at the house. So he gave me his number. We ended up being friends. He was like, I moved from Boston a few years ago. I totally understand. I'm a single dad. I totally understand how hard it is when you get home, like, let me know if you need any help. I'm like, great. So I go back back to the hotel that night. He texts me and was like, do you want to get breakfast the next morning? I was like, sure. We go for breakfast. I was like, thank you so much for your help, whatever. I go back to New Jersey. We stay in touch and I finish interviewing and I get an offer at like, I think it was the end of May or June at the time. And it was like, Sarah, can you, uh, we want to make you an offer. Can you start in two weeks? And I was like, yep. Because by then 
I had found the neighborhood, found a house, because I had just put it on my vision board and I was like, this is what's happening. Talked to my ex, got the kids in line, and I already started purging my house right. months in advance. Because I just set the intention. Yes. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get an offer, something is gonna happen. You better clean your house out because then these movers are gonna Preparation. have to 100%. Love it. I love it. So we ended up moving on the last day of the kids' school for the summer was June 16th. Uh, my mom came from Oregon to help watch the boys because my ex couldn't come down for like a month. He had to finish out his job. Mm-hmm. So she stayed with me. And I called the guy I told you about who took me out for breakfast and said, I need help. I have to move in two weeks. Wow. Can you go find me a house in the neighborhood because the one that I looked at that day was rented. So he FaceTimed me while I was working and I picked a house over FaceTime. And I was like, yep, yeah, that's the house I'm moving to. So the kids finished school that Friday. My last day was Thursday at my previous job. Packed the whole house. The movers came on Friday and we drove 12 hours to North Carolina that Saturday. And then my mom was here and I started my new job on Monday, literally just picking up my life. And then about a month later, my ex came down and he didn't have a place to live or a job. So I said, listen, for the kids, you can live in my guest room. It's like, with for a lot three of months. <laughs> for three months, I will help you. Wow. So he moved down and moved into my guest room. That's beautiful. Which was great for the boys. It was hard. I really had to have some internal strength to do that. But the guy that I told you about that I drove up on his lawn and he took me to breakfast, he's my now husband. husband. And I now live in that house. And this is why I am not doing online dating because I love... (laughs) <laughs> when you accidentally drive up on the lawn. Right. Exactly. And that person turns out to be your husband. Right. Right. I love it. 